Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 27th of February, the 58th day of 2023, with 307 days in which to do many things on our way to 2024. For example, we have today and tomorrow remaining in Black History Month. Today, remembering Maine-born poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, whose birthday is today, we have several lines from his poem, The Evening Star. Like a fair lady at her casement shines the evening star, the star of love and rest, and then anon she doth herself divest of all her radiant garments and reclines behind the somber screen of yonder pines with slumber and soft dreams. Heavenward in the southwestern sky the past evening, our waxing crescent moon was keeping company with the Pleiades star cluster, the red star Aldebaran, and the red planet Mars. And in the western sky tonight, at evening twilight, the planets Jupiter and Venus will be nearly in conjunction with one another. Today in 1670, Jews were expelled from Austria by Leopold I. Today in 1693, the first women's magazine, Ladies Mercury, was published in London, England. Today in 1907, psychiatrists Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud met for the first time in Vienna, Austria. Today in 1922, then-U.S. Commerce Secretary, later the 31st U.S. President, Herbert Hoover convened the first national radio conference. Today in 1942, French Jews were transported to Nazi Germany. Today in 1949, Chaim Weissman became the first president of Israel. Today in 1950, Chiang Kai-shek became the longest servant president of nationalist China, also known as Taiwan. Today in 1966, Coloradan Peggy Fleming won the Ladies Figure Skating Championship in Davos, Switzerland. Today in 1968, CBS News anchor Walter Cronkite delivered a scathing editorial emphasizing America's slim chances of winning the Vietnam War. Three weeks ago, the White House announced that our government will no longer be officially concerned about COVID as an emergency come May. Basically, COVID has evolved into becoming another major concern that, though life-threatening and most definitely an emergency for more than a few, has for most gone into the nebulous realm of whatever. In other words, the move from considering COVID a pandemic to passing it off as simply endemic has been underway for a while. Most of us know how useful euphemisms can be. To diminish the anxiety and stress of thinking about how horrendous something is, we prefer to phrase it innocuously, assuaging ourselves by removing as much fear as possible, even when the fear is well-grounded. We are perhaps becoming almost comfortable with a world turned upside down, where negative is positive and vice versa. For example, it's a good thing to be testing negative for COVID, and if you've tested positive, that's a bad thing. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control continue to list COVID as the number three cause of death in our country. Number one is heart disease. Number two is cancer. Number three is COVID. Number four are accidents, which makes things interesting. In 2022, 300,000 people died of COVID. COVID, and 200,000 people died from accidents, any sort of accident. U.S. traffic accidents account for 46,000 of the total accident death toll. So here's a way to think about that. You're seven times more likely to die from COVID than you are to die in a traffic accident. Moreover, data analysis from the Smith Heart Institute at Cedars-Sinai found that deaths from heart attacks have risen significantly during the pandemic. 
Meanwhile, the New York Times recently comments deaths remain persistently high. On average, more than 3,000 people are dying of COVID in the U.S. each week. Also this past week, the daily average of reported cases has been around 35,000. Unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID, 3,000 people dying per week may not seem like a big number. But another way to think about the death rate is to imagine that every three minutes in the U.S., someone somewhere is dying from COVID. Locally here in Orono, spring semester classes are now in their seventh week, about halfway through the semester, and my girlfriend and I are witnessing a test positivity rate of about 20% among our students, twice the national average, but these days little mitigation seems to be happening as the University of Maine administration continues in 2023 to approach the question of COVID on campus ambivalently, stating in its official pronouncement that masks are welcome, but required only at the individual professor's request. Therefore, many classes have enrollments that are totally unmasked, and some have enrollments required to wear masks. Guess which ones contribute more to the increasingly transmissible variants COVID is gracing us with this year. To date, our country has had 104 million cumulative reported cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21, 2020. Ultimately, the U.S. continues to be the world's leader in COVID, proving we are the most hospitable people to the virus, engendering 16% of the world's 675 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. One million of the world's cumulative 675 million reported cases were recorded this past week. Elsewhere on the planet, major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places in cumulative numbers of infection, respectively India, France, Germany, Brazil, Japan, and South Korea. On the fatal front globally, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially at 6.9 million, while COVID deaths in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.2 million. Worldwide, more than 13.4 billion doses of vaccine have been administered, but remember only 60% of all Americans are vaccinated, and only half of those vaccinated have had a minimum of one booster shot since. Today in 1932 in Heatherwood House on Wildwood Road in Golders Green, London, England, Illinois-born art dealer Frances Taylor and Kansas-born actress Sarah Viola Taylor had their second child, a girl whom they named Elizabeth. At first, Sarah called her child the funniest-looking little baby I've ever seen. The baby had dark hair across her ears, shoulders, and arms, and she wouldn't open her eyes. When the doctor gently pulled back their lids, all that was visible were their whites. Elizabeth's mother, Sarah, a proponent of prayer and positive thinking, was rewarded on the tenth day of her daughter's life when the infant girl's eyes opened, and they were a lovely violet. Sarah swore that little Elizabeth smiled, and by the age of 16 months, the child's extra hair disappeared. In this metamorphosis, Elizabeth became a strikingly beautiful toddler. At the beginning of World War II, the family returned to America and settled in Los Angeles, where Sarah had no trouble finding movie studios to take notice of her little girl, and soon Elizabeth Taylor's violet eyes were known around the world. Having married seven times, Elizabeth Taylor once remarked, I've only slept with the men I've been married to. How many women can make that claim? 
Today is also the birthday in 272 AD of the first emperor of Rome to adopt Christianity. Constantine the Great. In 1847, of British Shakespearean actress and director Ellen Alice Terry. In 1869, of American physician and social advocate Alice Hamilton. In 1878, of the inventor of the automatic pop-up toaster, Charles Streit. In 1880, of African-American journalist and poet Angelina Weld Grimke. In 1897, of American-African contralto Marian Anderson. In 1902, of American novelist and Nobel Prize winner John Steinbeck. In 1907, of Native American jazz singer Mildred Bailey. In 1930, of American actress Joanne Woodward. In 1934, of consumer advocate Ralph Nader. In 1937, of American actress Barbara Babcock. In 1960, of American rock vocalist Johnny Van Zant. In 1962, of American actor Adam Baldwin. And in 1980, of Chelsea Clinton. From our domain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 11th week of winter, to the 9th week of the new year, to the fact that officially only a fortnight of winter remains and thus of black and gray ebbing to blue and green.